Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There you are in the problem. I can't pay these bills. My partner's driving me crazy. I think my boss hates me. I really need to lose weight. I'm lonely. Because this is a big issue in your life, you think about it often. You speak to your friends, therapists, clergy, anybody who will listen. It keeps you up at night as you search for answers. You believe that the way to solve your issue is to fixate on it, but that never gives you long-term results and you end up complaining about the same issues over and over. Sure, you put yourself on a budget only to blow your newfound savings on some expensive shoes. You deserve them after all. You lose a few pounds only to gain it all back and then some. You and your partner get along better for a little while, only to find yourself right back into those old negative patterns. And all of these quote unquote failures make you think that you'll never really find a solution and that the problem really can't be fixed. Of course, the more you believe that, well, there is all this, you know, evidence staring at you, the more it really becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You will never find effective long-term solutions while you're beating the drum of the problem. Because this approach to problem solving does things to your brain that makes it impossible. So today I'm here. Today I'm going to teach you how you're hijacking your own brain and the truly quick and effective way to not only solve your problems, but actually feel happier every single day. So stay tuned. Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created 
actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Well, hey, Dr. Abby Metcalf here. (sighs) It's another beautiful day in uh, Northern California. I would like it warmer, actually. I'm cold. Are you cold? Are you a cold person? I'm a cold person. I have super low blood pressure. So my hands and feet are always really cold. Uh, So I actually would like to live in a much warmer climate, but here I am. It's all good. Uh, I I would like some sunnier days, though. Uh, Moving from New York City, I thought it was going to be so warm. I thought California's California, and I'd given away all my coats, my winter coats and things. And then, of course, I moved out here, and it's freezing. It's cold a lot of the year. Anyway, why am I talking about that? We don't know. I'm just complaining. Uh, I won't complain. (laughs) So. I am really, really excited about today, uh, and I'll talk about that in a minute because this is, I'm really, I'm coming at you. I'm not, <laughs> I think I say this a lot, but this is one of my very favorite tools. I use this all the time in my own life and in my clients' lives, and it's a game changer, and it's, sim- it's simple, it really is, and it's going to change your life. So I'm really excited to share it with you today. But I want to make a, a really cool announcement I'm really excited by. I had an email recently you know, I get lots of emails and I appreciate them all. I love them. Thank you. And, uh, and this came all the way from Gabby in, um, I think she's in Melbourne. You're gonna, don't yell at me. Yeah. She's in Melbourne, Australia. Love that. Love that. Um, anyway, you know, she wrote in with something, a, a question and, uh, it really got me thinking because a lot of times you write in with something that's very specific and it's, unethical for me to reply back with some, you know, um, here's what you should do kind of thing, because I don't know the whole story. I don't have all the background. And it's it's kind of like if you went to a doctor and, you know, an MD kind of doctor and said, oh, there's this, you know, I have this lump on my shoulder and the doc, you know, and you just said it and they were like, okay, yeah, just do that. You know, they didn't get any background, didn't do any tests. It, it could be a million things, right? And it's the same with psychology. It's no different. I know people, we have all our faux therapists out there giving all kinds of advice, which drives me crazy. Um, And so I think people think it's like that, like, oh, it's okay. Anybody can say anything. And it's really not. You know, we really have to have more care and love in our responses. So what happens is I do get these and then I do give kind of some broad, you know, hey, check out this, go look here. I can say in a broad way, think of this. But what I really want to do is start kind of answering these in more detail and really giving a little more than I can do in, a, in an email. Um, so at the end of every podcast starting next week, I and I'll announce it in the beginning of the podcast, uh, I'll announce in the beginning what I'm going to be talking about at the end of the podcast. So if you, it's something you want to listen to, Uh, you can, you know, you can hang out after I'm done and there'll be an extra five minutes at the end, maybe 10. Uh, (laughs) Who knows with the way I gab, um, where I'm literally just kind of giving you, you know, uh, the thing. Now, if you, I'm not going to read the questions directly if you want to remain anonymous. If you don't care, I'm going to assume you want anonymity and I'm going to just be sort of general with things when I answer things. If you really don't care and you're like, yeah, give my name, read the question exactly, I'm happy to do that. But unless I hear that from you, I will not. And I will uh, protect the innocent, so to speak, and change the names and sort of change what's what's being asked. And especially because I want it in a broad enough way that I think it helps everybody. 
uh, who might be interested in that topic. So uh, I'm just going to say that. So starting next week, I'm going to do that. And write into me, let me know, abby at abbymetcalf.com. Uh, you can also get to me through the website. Um, you know, and just let me know a question maybe you have that you'd like answered or a topic for the podcast, because I'd be really happy to do that. And something I'd like you to do for me is leave a review. <laughs> please subscribe to the podcast and please leave a review. It's really helpful. It helps more people know about it. I so appreciate when you share the podcast with people, you think it'll help. I mean, that's the biggest thing. But uh, really, you know, leaving reviews, that kind of thing, it helps the, you know, those friggin' algorithms, it helps people. And it also really, I think it's nice to do because I read reviews of podcasts to see if it's a good fit for me because sometimes the title doesn't make it clear. And so when you write a review, it really helps people know this is for me or this is not for me. So there you go. All right. So let's get to my favorite thing. Uh, and uh, let's let's really get, let's get down with it. All right. So to talk about this this issue with how you're approaching problems. And I have to tell you, when I figured this out a few years ago, I was blown away. Because of course I did what everybody else does. <laughs> I had a problem. I was upset about something and I thought about it all the time. Of course, isn't that what you're supposed to do? No. So I wanna go over some, I really, when you understand how your brain is hijacked, I believe you'll understand when I give you this tool, why it's gonna work, okay? And that's why I'm giving this to you. Uh, and I've talked about this chemistry a little bit before. It's active in a lot of problems that you're having. But I'm going to just, I promise it's brief. I'm going to briefly go over it here. And that is that there's this uh, three-part system between uh, parts of your brain, your amygdala, your hypothalamus, and your hippocampus that are creating huge problems for you and, and stopping you from finding those long-term solutions to problems. So again, like I said in the intro, yeah, you've got short-term solutions, things work for a little while, and then they go back. And often we hear this is just your beliefs and whatever, and it's true, but my tool is actually gonna work on your beliefs. It's gonna help you shift your beliefs about things and help you shift how you approach a problem, but also unhijack the brain. So it's gonna do it, I mean, this thing, it, it kills it, it kills it, this tool kills it on every little level. So. Here's what's happening. So you have a problem, whatever that is. And it when you have a problem, it and you start thinking and getting remember you start to get anxious, upset, you feel you feel the way you think. How many times I've tell you that. So you start feeling bad. By the way, that's how you know you have a problem, right? There, you start feeling not good. And what happens is that immediately triggers your amygdala, that part of your brain that is all about your fight, flight or freeze. And this remembers that, you know, ancient part that gets signaled when a when a a lion was gonna eat us, you know, a tiger was chasing us. And so now that alarm that gets activated, the amygdala turns on. It it's like, oh, there's something bad going on. I should be on. I should be ready to fight, flight, or to run away or to just hide. So now it's all ready. When that alarm goes off in your amygdala, it signals this other part of your limbic system called your hypothalamus. And that's when your sympathetic nervous system turns on. And that's, again, uh, that uh, part of your body, again, that fight, flight, or freeze, your sympathetic nervous system turns on. And what it does, the hypothalamus, it sends out a call for stress hormones. So uh, adrenaline, cortisol, norepinephrine, all these stress hormones start flooding your system. 
to help you run, to help you run away from whatever was there or, or get out of the situation quickly or, you know, uh, do whatever you have to do to survive in a moment. It is not, these are not long-term problem solving. You don't sit there and think about things for hours and hours. If something's about to eat you, you act very, very fast. That's why you're getting these uh, hormones in your system to help you get away fast, to do something really fast. And now, so when the stress hormones are flooding in your system, it overstimulates the cells in another part of your brain called your hippocampus. And your hippocampus, it is what, uh, it's a part of your brain that's in charge of tracking things. It tracks what happens in a situation. So if you had an argument with your partner, it's tracking what uh, they said, what you said, what you felt about it, what the situation was. And it sort of, you know, puts those all together. <laughs> it consolidates everything into what we call a memory and it sticks it away. And the memory is so that you can learn from it in the future. So if uh, we were hanging out, you know, with the tribe, you know, and we're, we're hanging out with the clan and another, some strangers came up to us from another clan, we have to be able to pull those negative memories very quickly because we can't just assume, oh, they're here for a cup of sugar. They're here to say hi. They love us. <laughs> we have to assume they're here to kill us. So that should be the first response. That's how we survived. Okay. So that's how that all fits together. So when this system happens, when you had that fight with your partner, it's actually storing the memory more negatively than it would store a different kind of memory. So that's that's a problem right there. But But let's keep going. So <laughs> now this, uh, these stress hormones from the hypothalamus that are hitting your hippocampus, it, the problem here is that it, it's really the, the, all that cortisol, right? It weakens and eventually kills the cells in your hippocampus. So I want you to really hear this. This means that your hippocampus starts to shrivel and shrink. Literally the, the real estate of your brain starts to change. Since this is the part of your brain that puts things into perspective normally and calms your amygdala, oh, the tiger's gone, no worries, you know, and tells it it's okay, right? Because normally I'd see a tiger, oh, I got away from it, it's all good, that gets stored, good, everybody calms down. Normally that's what, what's, or what's supposed to happen. And it's, again, putting things in a realistic perspective. And, but instead... Because this is getting your hippocampus is shriveling and shrinking, you it's harder to have a realistic perspective. And, and that's when everything seems like it's going to hell. It, it's all bad. It's all bad. Oh, you remember everything else about your partner, all the other bad things they did. You remember if you're paying a bill, you know, all the bill. Oh, what's going to happen to the money? Oh, what about when our taxes come? What about this? It's all going to crap. And it becomes much harder to see any good happening. And you definitely get more anxious, worried, and depressed. And when you get more anxious, remember, what, what happens with the amygdala? When you don't feel good, it re-triggers that amygdala. So you, yeah, I know. It sucks, right? So now I'm more worried and depressed, and I'm really seeing things bad, and it's really terrible. And now my amygdala is like, oh my gosh, that tiger's still chasing us. We should turn back on. <laughs> we have to alert the hypothalamus. And there you go. And now you're in this really effed up loop <laughs> of your brain being hijacked. 
your brain storing things in a way not be, that's not realistic, not being able to see situations realistically, having a more negative bent on them, uh, and feeling crappy. So you're not seeing everything is, is really uh, in a bad light. I mean, that's the only way to say it. And oh, and here's, I almost forgot. Here's the other horrible thing of this. When your amygdala is activated, it is on um, a pathway that, that another part of your brain, which I've talked about before, called your prefrontal cortex, which is where all your rational thinking is. That's where your problem solving is, your long-term planning, your values, your judgment, your rationality, all the good stuff is in your prefrontal cortex. Well, when your amygdala is lit, your prefrontal cortex can't turn on. And it makes sense, right? If I'm running from a tiger in a moment, I, I shouldn't be, you know, if a tiger starts to chase me, I shouldn't stand there and go, huh, I wonder what all the things are that I can do. Let me problem solve for a while. <laughs> let me let me think about this. Let me ponder. Nope. You have to be in that emergency response. And so that emergency response shuts down other things so that you don't get killed, really. It, it does. It's a, it's a good survival thing, uh, technique or, or skill of the brain from a long time ago, but it's not good in our modern society. So you end up, when I say that, you can't think well and problem solve, this is what I mean. So between your brain is hijacked on literally multiple levels and you are not able to problem solve effectively. Again, that's why you have short-term results because you come up with things. And I talk, you know me, right? I talk a lot about fear and love. What you're doing is you're coming up with solutions from a fear part of your brain, which are, are never meant to be long-term. They were never meant to be. They were meant to be short term. The tiger chased you for 30 seconds. You either got away or you got eaten. That was it. You weren't running for eight hours from a tiger. Trust me that you weren't. It, something happened in that time. It, 30 seconds, a minute. That was it. So going on and on, that's why you end up, you know, trying yet another diet that's not going to work or trying yet another whatever with your partner. That's why that happens. And again, you're seeing things more negatively. It just, it, oh. It's a mess. It's a freaking mess. So you can't come up with effective long-term solutions, right? And that's why the problems in your life continue. And when we say what you focus on grows, that's what we mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> I say your focus on grows. When you focus on crap, it does grow. And I'm giving you the brain. I think people write me on, they're like, ah, she's airy-fairy bullshit. No, I'm not. Everything I say is grounded in science. I have a super spiritual base. I have a, I, I talk about that a lot. I, I really believe this in my heart and my soul. I am very spiritually grounded. That's where everything comes from. But the, I'll tell you what, the reason I am spiritually grounded is because I have seen how much the science supports it. That is how I, I, I'm a true believer because I get it. I don't think it's just some white guy with a beard up in the sky, which is ridiculous uh, for me. Sorry, if you believe in that, I, I love you. It's all good, um, which doesn't work for me. It wouldn't work for my cynical New Yorker brain. Uh, but when I think of uh, my deep spiritual connection and that to source and to the universe and that we're all one thing, which physics proves, David Bohm proved that as theory of wholeness. Um, when you think of, when I think of it that way, and I think of the science, it's very easy to lean into the the spiritual words of it because that's really what for me ignites me. I, I but I want you to hear this, so it's not something to write off. What I'm about to tell you that works, okay? So let's get in the nitty gritty. Let's do it. Let's let's get there. Uh, what? 
Basically, if you want to be an effective problem solver, you need to be in a good mood to do it. And (laughs) the only way to be in a good mood is to have good thoughts because, what do I say all the time? You feel the way you think. You feel the way you think. So to feel different, to be in that good space so the amygdala doesn't get ignited, you have to be thinking different thoughts. And that is the tool, which I talk about a lot, called your next best feeling thought. And I talked about this in, um, if you're really, if you haven't listened yet to episodes 111 through 114 of the podcast, those are focused on how to stop negative thinking, period. Like that's what's all over there. And I talk about the next best feeling thought in there, but here I'm going to, we're going to get right down to it. We're going to really work through it together right now. So if the problem I find is that folks come to me and they're trying to either have positive thinking, which <laughs> doesn't seem to work, or they've been told before to just, you know, not think about the problem, get over it, whatever that is. And of course, they can't, you can't do that. Nobody, I can't do that. It doesn't work because your mind goes back to the problem. You end up, you know, you're saying kind of, yeah, but in your head, uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little better. You know, I didn't think about the thing, but I'm still frustrated with my husband. I need, I need to fix this. And then you're back down the rabbit hole. It just, it doesn't, again, doesn't have the long-term solution. So what you've got to do instead is actually start truly thinking differently about the problem. And you do that again and again, and getting into a different feeling state about it with this next best feeling thought tool. Now, let me say this first, and and this is, I think, the hardest part of the tool. I'm going to give it to you right up front. And the thing you have to remember, so maybe write this part down. (laughs) You, the goal of the next best feeling thought is to start thinking differently so you can feel better, period. So you can shut off all this craziness in your brain. That's the goal. It is not to solve the problem at hand. I, I just need, don't get into problem solving. That's the whole point. That's my point. You, you have to just feel better. And as you feel better about things, you start seeing them differently, number one, because you're not hijacking the brain. You're not having this unrealistic way that you're seeing a situation. You're not overly, uh, you know, think, you're not thinking of it overly negatively. You're not being a drama king or queen about it. You're able to have more perspective. All that holds true. So, but if you're, uh, and I know it can sound counterintuitive, but you need to not think about the thing to do this. That's kind of how it works initially. Uh, I know you're like, what? Let me, but I'll explain. It'll make, it'll make sense. So when I'm doing, and I also want to say this, when I'm doing the next best feeling thought exercise, yes, I do it all the time. I personally carry around a little notebook with me. I have one. In, well, I have it around. I have one. I'm here in my office. I use, I have one in my car and I have one at home. So I don't have to like necessarily carry it around, but it's everywhere. Usually that I am. Uh, I write it down. So yeah, you can do it in your head if you're, you know, whatever. But I find there's something about the writing process that's really great. And I'm a big computer girl. I do lots of stuff in my computer. I don't write longhand much, but I do for this because it's sort of notes you're writing and there is something about the writing. And there's some research on that, that it's more effective and uses your brain differently. But I would say this, do it. However you can do it, do it. I think the best, best way is to physically write things down, but I'll, you know, hey, start where you start and see what works because you know you better than me. So 
so I write it down. Okay. So the key is to start as general in your thoughts as you need, and then gradually you can become more specific. And so, so let me give you an example. I'm going to really get example heavy for you so you can hear it from a bunch of different ways. So let's say you're really annoyed with your partner. Okay. That I am not annoyed with Gary right now. I know <laughs> it probably sounds like I have that on the brain. He's fabulous. Okay. But let's say you're annoyed with your partner and you've got, you know, you got a good head of steam going, right? Because you're annoyed and you're probably thinking how right you are. So uh, you are, um, you know, he's such a jerk. I can't believe she said that. Who do they think they are? Whatever you're doing, right? And you're, woo, you really got it going. And by the way, right away, notice how you feel when you say that stuff. You feel like crap. You feel shitty. Yep. See? And when you feel bad, it's a notice that you're not thinking well. That, 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 you know, this can go both ways. You can check in with your thoughts or your feelings, really, to see how you're doing. But you can't solve a problem from that, again, frustration, the, the fear-based emotions, from fear, frustration, jealousy, resentment, overwhelm, anxiety, depression. You're not going to solve problems from there. You're not. You have to get, again, to that love part of your brain, which, again, is from the prefrontal cortex and the neocortex. You have to be over there. And I just explain why. So it should make sense to you that when you're feeling frustrated about a problem, you can't stop thinking about it. And again, do this though. Don't just stop thinking about it. Do this to start shifting your thinking about it. So. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You can't, so what happens, so maybe you're having all these thoughts and you're, you know, contemplating revenge or a breakup or <laughs> just thinking of all the things you should have said earlier, whatever it is. What happens is you can't go from that, for, you know, this, this feeling, these thoughts to, oh, I love my partner so much, I shouldn't be upset. Not going to happen. It's not going to work. The bullshit meter in your head will be setting off the alarm and you'll just end up back in all those negative thoughts and feelings. So, and even, you know, I, I see clients sometimes like, they're like, oh, stop that. Focus on the good. <laughs> you, it, it doesn't stick either. You can't just focus on the good. You're jumping too far. You're going too far. It, so you've got, this is a step-by-step process. That's why you do the little writing down. Okay. It's the next best feeling thought. It's not a good feeling thought. That, the name of the exercise is not a good feeling thought. That's not the tool. It's the next best feeling thought. I want to be really clear why. Okay. So here's how you do it. So the first thing you do, step one, if you want to have the steps for this, it's really just the, um, it's really just two steps. <laughs> you, I set a feeling goal. And let me tell you 
how that works. So you want things, you want things because of how you think they'll make you feel. When you're upset with something, it's because you want it a different way because you think you'll feel differently on the other side of that. That's a whole other issue <laughs> that I'm not going to get into right now. Um, so you're upset about bills. You, you got to pay your taxes. You got to do whatever. Uh, you want money to pay your bills, but why? So you can feel relief. So you can feel security. So you can feel at ease. So you can feel generous and pay for things, whatever. You, you want it because you think on the other side is a feeling. Uh, you want uh, to feel connect, uh, let's say with your partner, may, you know, uh, you want to feel, uh, you want to have, you want them to have your back. That's a good one. I hear that one a lot. You want your partner to have your back so you can feel secure and loved. Okay. That it's all about that. So, and so let's, let's keep looking at an issue with your partner and we'll set the goal from there. So maybe your goal is to feel love and compassion for your partner or maybe for yourself in your relationship. Maybe it's to feel connected and emotionally close to your partner. I want to be clear. It's Again, it's good to have a really big goal. I know you're pissed right now because you can't agree on whether to send your kid to private school and they're not listening to you and blah, blah, blah. But again, you got to go big. The goal can't be, I want them to listen to me, you know, about and agree with me about the school. That's not First of all, it's focused on the other person and you can't have that. No goal can be focused on the other person. Uh, it can't be a goal for your boss to like you. It can't be a goal. Um, it can be a goal to feel at ease and confident at work at, you know, with your boss. That can be a goal. See the difference? Often, I will take what I'm feeling. If I have trouble with this, a little trick is... So I'll go, oh, I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling um, rejected, abandoned, uh, frustrated, resentful. And I think, I just think of the opposite. I go, okay, that's what I don't want to feel. That's what I don't want. What do I want? And that, that's also how a goal has to be. A goal can't be in the negative. I don't want to feel lonely with my partner. That's not a goal. What do you want to feel with your partner? I want to feel connected. I want to feel loved. I want to feel cherished. I want to feel... Um, open. I want to feel communicative with my partner, whatever. You, you know, do you see the difference? You, so it can't be the goal. The feeling goal can't be on the other person, on somebody else, you know, anything outside yourself that could control it. And it can't be in the negative. It has to be what you do want, not what you don't want. Okay. So that's pretty simple, right? And again, I gave you that little trick. If you just think about how you feel, do the opposite. That's where you want to go. So step two, and the, la the next thing you do is although this has, uh, you're going to do this for a while, is to write down a next best feeling thought that you believe. That is the next step. So the, this is the key. You got to start with something you believe. That's why it doesn't work to say, oh, I love my partner so much. I shouldn't be upset. You don't believe that. You, you think they're an a-hole right in that moment. So <laughs> you're not believing that. Uh, so the, so it usually means you have to start out very general and broad. You've got to start big. And again, you're not trying to solve this problem of them not listening to you. You're trying to feel better. Remember? Because that's going to get you in a state where you can solve problems. But we're not, we're not there. We're not trying to solve anything. So, and you might, not to, you might need to start with something so general. It has nothing to do even with your partner because you're so in, infuriated with them. You're so upset with them that you can't even think of them without getting upset. And you've got to start bigger. But uh, <laughs> let's say, uh, 
So in that case, I would say I might start out with feelings about other relationships that, you know, I might stay in the relationship category. So, or, and again, something I believe. So a next best feeling thought might be, I've met a lot of amazing people in my life. Uh, I'm grateful for my amazing relationship, for my close connected relationship with my sister or, you know, my best friend, Anne, whatever. Um, I love to laugh and the best laughs are always with other people. This is just a thought. It's a next best feeling thought. From where I was, what can I go to that I believe that is different? Um, my emotions come in response to my thoughts. You know, I feel the way I think. So I'm going to choose to direct my thoughts more often. How's that? That's really broad. Do you see what's happening here? As you write these things down or say them out loud, however you're doing this, you will absolutely, I'm sure you were feeling it as I was talking. I was feeling it as I was talking. You will absolutely start to notice a lessening of those negative emotions. You'll find yourself starting to uh, physically, mentally just relax a little bit. And this is all good. It means you're on the right path, but don't rush it. Don't get impatient. Of course, I'm saying this for me. You know how impatient I am. I'm the worst. I often, I don't do it as much anymore because I do this pretty often, but I will often, you know, jump too far because I'm like, oh, I'm on a roll and I, and I woof and then I go too far. So you'll know if you rushed it, if you get any pushback or resistance from yourself. And resistance, let me get clear about what it can look like. It can show up in a bunch of different ways. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so let me think. So, okay. So for example, maybe your next best feeling thought was, you know, I really love my partner. I don't know why I'm so upset about this. Maybe that's where you, where you thought you were. Having, so if you're not ready to be in that place, your resistance could show up in one of these ways. And there's a bunch, but here's the ways I notice. Having a yeah, but thought, that's resistance. Um, yeah, but they really need to start appreciating me. I'm sick of this, right? Yeah, but thought. that. So yep, you went too far. Uh, if your energy goes down, God, this is exhausting. I'm so, oh, I'm so tired of this. Oh, I f you know, and you just feel crappier. You went too far. Uh, or, or I should say, still, if you're feeling, um, if you're revving up to a worse place, get, you know, it's getting even worse. This is, if you start thinking something like, this is never going to work, nothing ever helps, we've tried things before, they always, you know, that, mm -hmm. you went too far, went too far. If you're arguing with yourself, sure, I know we love each other, but is that enough? Is that enough? You went too far. If you're judging yourself, uh, um, I just need to be more patient. I need to be more understanding. I blew up, it's my fault. You know, any of that stuff. Or if, again, if you're like not believe, if you notice you're really just not believing yourself, this is bullshit. This is crap. This is so stupid. I can't believe I listen to Abby's podcast. I want my money back. Ha ha. You don't pay. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is, right? Those are resistant thoughts. And as you're, as I'm talking, you're thinking to yourself, Ooh, I have those a lot. Yeah. It's because you are, whatever you're doing, you're going too far. You're having a resistant thought. So if you notice any resistance, no matter how small, pull back to a more general place again. Or, or, or you can even take a different tack in your thoughts. So um, I'm going to think of some good ones here for you. Uh, these are things, look, I'm looking in my little book right now, things I wrote. How do you like that? Uh, I've always been able to accomplish anything I set my mind to. When I'm consistent with things, I always see a shift when I stick with them. 
I'm really ready to be happier in my life and do whatever it takes to get there. I, d- I deserve to be happy and to feel proud of myself. I've done so much in my life. I deserve this. I feel safe when my partner checks all the doors and windows every night. I like the feeling of coming home and seeing my partner's car in the driveway. I feel happy when my partner compliments me. I love that my partner always calls me hunter babe. See where, see where this is? Now, again, maybe I got into the partner thing. Maybe I see how I started really big and I started kind of working down. And maybe when I got there, <laughs> I noticed some resistance. Maybe a thought popped up um, that, again, pulls against what I just said. Uh, yeah, he calls me honey or babe when he wants something. You know, maybe, I don't know, some, that's not true for me, by the way, but let's say it popped up in your head. Again, pull back wider. Go back, go back. Don't try to go back one step. Go way back. Um, I like knowing that everything is always figure outable. I've always been able to count on myself to find solutions. I have come a friggin' long way in my life, and there are things to be proud of. I'm responsible for my life. I co create, I've co created all my relationships. I've co created this relationship with my partner to where it is now. That means I can co create this relationship to where I want it to be by focusing on my own actions. You see where we're going here? Again, wherever you need to go. And I will say that a lot of times when I'm doing this, I notice that I, I kind of get on a roll and all of a sudden something negative will pop up. Uh, and I, you know, I'm doing really great and it's going and all of a sudden it's like boop. And you know, and so when it's hard, when it's hard, it means you went too far. You, you didn't go to a next best feeling thought. You went to a bigger feeling thought that you want to have, but that you don't have. So it's really important. And when you first, first do this exercise, sometimes it feels hard. You sit there like, I don't even know. You just have to go really big, really broad. And I'll tell you one of my go-tos, um, again, it could be so general that it has nothing to do with your partner, relationships or nothing. Remember I said you can go as general as you want. One of my favorites is I like walking on the beach because I, lo- I have something with the ocean. I love the ocean. I will admit I really like the East Coast Ocean <laughs> more than the West Coast Ocean because um, I actually like being in the water where it's warm. Um, I like walking on the beach. So that's fine. Start there. Because that, I'm like, I do like walking on the beach. That's really true. And I can start to picture myself on the beach, can I? As I say that, aren't you picturing me on the beach or yourself on the beach? Um, Again, just start there and go from the next to the next best feeling thought. Uh, I I like walking on the beach. I'm going to use it. Um, Walking on the beach, uh, walking near the ocean brings me feelings of peace and calm. Oh, I love the feeling of the sand under my feet. I love how the warm sun feels on me. And the coolness as I walk in the water right at the edge of the beach in the water. I love looking at the horizon, having that feeling of just expansiveness, just beauty. I love that feeling of being quiet. I love the stillness at the beach. Bringing stillness and quiet into my relationship is something, oh, it's, I crave that. That's the best. Anytime I feel stillness and centered in my life, I feel incredible. I feel amazing. I feel calm. I sometimes feel that same feeling when I'm lying in bed at night, snuggled up to my partner's back. It feels like all is okay in the world. And now I went to the partner there. You don't have to. You don't have to. But that's like, I just did that <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, 
Do you see? But you could, I'm, I'm assuming, I wasn't listening to myself. You could probably hear in my voice. You can, you start to feel different as you think about these things. And that's your goal. Because remember, our goal is to unhijack the brain and to stay in that unhijacked state. So you can't now just go to, oh, I feel better. Okay, so what am I going to do about my, <laughs> my husband? No, can't do that. You just have to stay in the state. You just have to stay in, the, in that state of being. Um, and haven't you ever noticed that you have really great ideas in the shower or um, walking the dog or at a, you know, um, watching, uh, I was really, I was into a, the Mets one the other night. I was really into a baseball game, watching a baseball game. I was so enthralled. I was so excited. And I had this really great idea for a future podcast <laughs> and I wrote it down. Um, but that's what happens from that relaxed state of being. And it has to be sort of a little bit ongoing. It can't, you know, you, you have to marinate in it a little bit. Um, and, it, and I will say I've had to start from something negative sometimes when I'm just in a really dark place. If, so you might be way down the rabbit hole of negative momentum. Uh, and again, I have these podcasts on how to get into positive momentum and start your day and all that episodes 111 through 114. I, you know, I will link to those on the show notes page of the website. This is episode 138. If you go to abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, it'll be the most recent podcast if you're listening currently. Uh, otherwise, go to episode 138 and you'll find it. Uh, but uh, the links to all those other podcasts I'm talking about. But, you know, if if you're just, if you just are really down the rabbit hole of negative momentum. Um, sometimes I'll just stop and go, okay, well, this sucks. It's no fun being here again. I'd really like not to feel this anymore. I'm so tired of this same argument. Um, but again, I got to stay broad in general here. It's okay to start there, but be vague. So I'm so tired of the same argument will pull me right back into that argument with my partner, right? So I don't want to, I'm just giving you an example of what not to do because you'll feel the resistance. You'll start to go down the rabbit hole. You start to feel crappier and you're like, whoops, wrong way, wrong way, pull back. Um, so maybe uh, this sucks. Maybe instead I would follow it with um, this two shell path. I've felt worse than this before and I always managed to pull myself up. Nothing lasts forever. I like walking on the beach, you know, you you know what I mean? You you might have to just be mindful that if you're starting to go down a worse rabbit hole, you you you're into the resistance and it's not going to work. So, um remember this is all about getting I'm going to wrap up, but remember this is all about getting into a new feeling state and marinating in it as much as possible. This isn't about solving the problem here and now. And remember too, what happens with your reticular activating system, your RAS. Remember, that's that filter between your conscious and your subconscious mind. When I say that your brain is hijacked on multiple levels, I'm telling the truth. So as I start having these better feeling thoughts, as these next best feeling thoughts, as I start being in a better mood, I'm starting to, when we're in a higher vibration or better moods, so to speak, we are uh, noticing, people call it attracting, but what's happening is you're really noticing different things. And so, uh, I mean, you're attracting on another level. Okay. But I, we're, we're noticing things. So what happens with the reticular activating system, that part of your brain is remember whatever you think consciously, it sends it as an order to your subconscious to look for it. So if I'm consciously thinking about walks on the beach and great things and, and happy, happy things, and if I even maybe had one, oh, I like snuggling up to my partner at night, it feels really secure. 
I'm going to start noticing those things because my subconscious is going to start looking for them and calling my attention to them. And remember again, because what you focus on grows. So as I was focused on the negative things, my partner's always nagging me. He's such a jerk. He's this, he's that. That's the message I'm sending to my subconscious and that's what it's looking for. And I'm going to always see it. I'm going to have lots of quote unquote evidence and the evidence isn't real because it's only seeing that because also remember that your reticular activating system, your RAS, filters out anything that doesn't match what it believes. So it's going to filter out when my husband's appreciative or loving or kind or supportive. Get it? Get where I'm going here? So again, and because the amygdala is not all lit up, I'm going to be able to activate my prefrontal cortex and my neocortex where my compassion is and my gratitude and my appreciation and all the love all the good problem solving, all the excellent rationality and good judgment all lives there. And now I can bring these into the forefront. Now, and you have to trust that brain process. From there, from really living more in that space, you will you will have you won't have to solve the problems. Solutions will come. They'll just come. You'll you'll hear somebody talking and they'll mention this great therapist they worked with who really changed their lives, Abby Metcalf. And you'll be like, who's, wait, what? Who's that? And they'll, they'll say things like, oh, I've mentioned her a hundred times. And you're like, no, you haven't. I haven't heard that before. That's why. <laughs> That's why. And maybe you'll, you know, call me and we'll, we'll meet and we'll, ch- whatever. Or, or this podcast. You, maybe you had already, you know, suddenly someone's mentioning this podcast. You're like, oh, and you get the urge to try it. You're like, oh, maybe I'll try that. Oh, that really helped. The the opportunities present themselves. You start to see openings. You start to see these things. This is what happens. You don't have to work so hard to solve it. You start to allow opportunities to be seen. You start to allow these better feeling thoughts. And you start to feel better, act differently, by the way. And as you feel better, you act differently. Guess what? You're not so resentful with your partner. And guess what? They start being nicer to you. You start getting that evidence. It just, it's all a snowball from multiple, multiple sources. And it's it's really what I want you to have. So very simply put, this is having a love-based reaction instead of a fear-based one. Nothing improves long-term from a fear-based place, period, end of story. Okay. So that's it for today. That I'm glad you stuck with me. I know this was a lot. Remember to email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com for any questions you want answered. Uh, again, I'll do it at the end of future podcasts. And if I haven't mentioned it today, remember to leave a review. <laughs> Give me love. Come on, go leave a review. Take a few minutes. Do me the solid. Please find a place to leave a review. And you can Google it and it'll tell you how and where. And it's also on my show notes page. Uh, it shows you how to leave a review. So for all those things, I thank you. I love you. I'm so, I love you. I'm so happy we're here together. I'm so happy we, you're here listening. You want to help what's happening in your life. It inspires me when you are working on yourself. It truly does. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It inspires me to keep doing these podcasts. Uh, it's what it's all about. We're, we're creating a better world together. So have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from 
any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.